Assalamu alaikum, this is Muslim Health Talk. What does that mean? Our health has to do with nourishing our body, nourishing our mind, nourishing our soul, and nourishing our heart. And a really great way of doing this is keeping an eye on what the Prophet did and following through his footsteps with things that we learn in today's world as well. Thank you for joining me. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Allahumma zidni ilman, oh Allah, please increase us in knowledge. So today, um, I wanted to talk about something that is important in everyone's life, of course. Um, and I felt, um, I felt some issues along just growing up because my sleep is very delicate, very sensitive. I'm able to wake up right away and um, for the most part, you know, there have been times where I've had a str- have to have had to struggle with sleep, right? Um, not a lot, but usually when I am not feeling well or I have too much on my plate, sleep, and I become sleep deprived, I realize that it takes it it does more of a harm on my health than anything else, right? It starts with me not taking care of myself, of course, and then properly, and then losing sleep because of it. And then that, I can see it right away that it's harming my body. Um, and so I wanted to talk about that. And we know that, you know, when we talk about sleep, we know that throughout history, human beings have instinctively known how long they need to sleep, right? Because before the invention invention of a light bulb and all the technology that we have around us, keeping us awake and not aware um, of what time it really is and not really listening to our body, we, we kind of ignore the circadian rhythm that comes naturally, right? That allows us to know we're tired, we're feeling exhausted, our body is giving us signals to sleep, and now we need to go sleep, right? Um, so our, our, uh, we grow sleepy when we receive these signals from the environment that it is dark outside, and our, when our body says, I'm tired and I can't take it anymore. But, and this is sent to the brain, right? But unfortunately, the average person today sleeps one hour less than what they did before the 1940s. And this continuous loss of sleep in a person's life, an hour a day, an hour a day, 365 hours a year, and then, you know, that times the amount of years that they are um, they're alive, this can really have a negative impact on our health. And a study has proven that almost 70% of young people and 30% of adults are sleep deprived. That's a huge number, percentage of people. I was shocked to hear that was the number, the percentage for kids. And when I spoke to my children, they said, yeah, you know, we know people, uh, friends or um, uh, who, who don't sleep until around 2 a.m. But I think... It's not just not having an early sleep time, but also having technology with us. So when the phone is right next to you, when it's on all the time, it doesn't give you a break. And you feel 
especially the young people, feel the need to answer that call, right? Um, I remember I, I had done a post on how to keep technology away from ruining your kid's life. Um, and one of the the tips I had given was you need to have a station in the house that is not in their bedroom. That maybe could be in your bedroom and you put all the um, phones there and you charge them there. That is a charging station and it has to come there every single night. And when your child goes back to school and their friend says, I can't believe you didn't answer your phone call, you can say, yeah, my really mean mom has taken away my phone and so I don't have access to it. Our children need their sleep. We need our sleep. And this study shows that a majority of our kids are not getting the sleep that they need. So that's kind of like a hack you can do. So why is getting enough sleep so important for our health? First of all, sleep allows your, the detoxification of your brain. Regular sleep and enough sleep has an incredible restorative function for the mind. Now we know all our organs in our body, including our brain, needs to be replenished of all their cells with nutrients continuously, right? This process is, is especially critical for the brain. The circulatory system supplies nutrients and oxygen to every part of the body, including the brain. The lymphatic system is what clears and gets rid of the body's waste products, but not the brain. The lymphatic system is below our neck, all the way to our, our toes. But the glyph a glymphatic system uses cerebral spinal fluid to flush out the toxins. And this only occurs when we are asleep. And it flushes out the toxins in your brain. So this is the what we call the lymphatic system in the brain that cleans and clears out um, the junk from between the cells of the brain. When we sleep, our brain cells shrink and allow space in between the brain cells to clean and flush the waste products throughout the brain. When we are awake and busy, our brain is working. But when we are asleep, our brain shifts into a cleaning mode. It's kind of like during the week, we kind of put off cleaning the kitchen, right? Or some part of our house or, and, but on the weekends, we make sure we get everything cleaned up because we want to have, um, one, we have a, we want a clean house, but it, we, we have the time to actually do it. Number two, it, sleep, enough sleep prevents Alzheimer's and dementia. Amyloid beta is a waste product that the brain needs to clear out to be healthy. It's a protein made in every person's brain all the time. I'm making amyloid beta right now and so are you. But for, for people with Alzheimer's disease, or dementia, amyloid beta does not clear up and instead builds up and aggregates in between the spaces of the cell. This has been seen in research. Regular stressful, restful sleep allows the body to get rid of this amyloid beta much more rapidly and in turn can help prevent these terrible diseases. I mean, why not get regular sleep now and work on that? 
you know, positive habit so that you can be healthy as you age and you don't have to worry about these old aging diseases such as Alzheimer's. Um, it's something that I worry about because I've seen the elders around me that have died from Alzheimer's and, and dementia, and it's really not the most pleasant way to go. Right? They don't remember you. They probably feel very, very vulnerable because all the people around them, they don't recognize. So just adding, making sure you get enough sleep can, inshallah, prevent that. Number three, sleep can prevent many other health issues as well. Poor sleep has been linked to diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and stroke. Poor sleep can also have an impact on our mental state. Studies have shown if a person chronically sleeps less than six hours a day, they are almost five times as much to have a stroke. Imagine what kind of impact it has on the rest of your body in terms of health, right? Four, sleep is an instrument that can really strengthen your memory. You see, memory formation occurs in three stages. The first stage is encoding, which occurs when you are awake and taking in information, right? When you're learning. The second is consolidation, which happens when you are asleep and the new information that you have taken while you are awake is stored inside of your brain. And last, retrieval is what happens when this stored information is accessed accessed and recalled. This is when you remember the information, right? This occurs when we get enough sleep. Sleep promotes the formation of new connections between brain cells called synapses. And synapses are where your memory is stored. More synapses are formed when we are well rested. The next time you need like to take an exam or, um, for example, if you want to memorize something or learn something where you can actually teach it to someone else, you need to get sleep instead of spending another extra hour to study that material. The fifth reason it's important to sleep, even though there's so many reasons, is that it supports learning, it sharpens your mental clarity, and it improves reaction time, your reaction time to whatever you need to deal with. Sleep enriches our learning ability, recalibrates our emotional brain circuit, and helps us make logical decisions and choices. When we have not enough sleep and it's poor sleep, it has an impact on our mental state, right? We can't think straight. We, um, we tend to cause, make rash decisions and hasty decisions. We, when we haven't slept enough, a restful night's sleep allows our mind to uh, relax, to think, to contemplate about the thoughts and the events that occurred during the day and make intentions um, calmly and thoughtfully and thoroughly and think about what we want to do next. Now, if we are not able to have that restful time, 
then we are jumping from one event to another without taking the time to contemplate. And in our, in our religion, in Islam, contemplation is so crucial that we are offered to have that time five times a day, right after prayer. We are told to sit and make dhikr. 33 laws, 33 alhamdulillahs, 34 Allahu Akbars, right? That is a recommendation that the Prophet has told us and does himself. It's a sunnah. And if we actually follow it and slowly do it, we, are con- we can set this time as a contemplation, right? Like think about what has happened, what's going on. And there's another opportunity, right? Right after we're done praying, even before we start the dhikr time, we can make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and speak to him. And that's another opportunity of contemplation because we think we can make this time, this five minutes, this two minutes, this one minute, whatever time you set out to speak to our Lord and think about what we've done wrong, how we can change what we can do, ask him for help and guidance, you know, uh, speak to him, tell him our problems. So this is a form of like thinking and contemplating. And we can do this in a really beautiful and restful way when we're sleeping, we should take advantage of that and sleep a little bit more than we usually do. There are many um, studies that have shown getting into a car accident, doing, um, you know, having all sorts of accidents has been somehow connected to poor sleep. We know that acquiring learning is what we do when we're awake, but when we sleep, we actually cement neutral connections and store them in our memory for usage later. So not only do we contemplate, but we also that time is is when our brain puts information together, connects it with the synapses, and we're able to retrieve it properly with understanding. Number six, sleep can improve immunity. So getting proper sleep helps maintain the microbiome in our gut. And this is, it's pretty important, right? There's a gut-brain um, connection. When we are asleep, we fast, we're not eating, and we allow our body to regenerate new healthy cells and repair damaged ones. Because, and this is this happens especially inside of our gut, but it also happens everywhere. Because during the day, when we are constantly eating, our digestive tract, our digestive system is working and, and so busily to break down food and to digest the food that the body does is not allowed to repair old cells and regenerate new cells it's it all the energy and and work is being put on digestion and that is why you know in this blessed month of ramadan when we're fasting we are doing so much good for our body so much good that we can't even imagine as humans we can avoid food for a particular time and we will be okay. It actually helps our body instead of harming it like some may think. 
The only thing that we can't avoid for a long period of time for many days is water. But we know that when we fast, we're able to eat at the end of the day after 16 hours, and we're also able to drink water. But back in the days when someone needed to know what was wrong with them, and they went to a health care provider. The health care provider or the person who would give them advice would tell them, go home, avoid food for the next three days. Then if you still have that health issue, come back to me and we'll figure it out. By three days of avoiding food, now I'm not suggesting people should do this, but even avoiding food for a day, 16 hours, a lot of the health issues start to just fall off, right? Start to like disappear. The one thing that I've noticed from fasting is that people's face start to clear up, mashallah, like their acne starts to go away. That's the first thing that I notice in in people and they look refreshed and clean and youthful, even though they're hungry when they're fasting. So when we're sleeping, we are fasting and that helps our body maintain and balance our gut microbiome, which in turn helps our body become, our immune system become strong and healthy and at at an optimal um, health, right? And this, and when our immune system is strong, it can prevent infection by fighting malignancies. Many studies have shown that night shift workers People who work in graveyard at night actually have an increased rate of developing many different types of cancers. I mean, this should be like a warning signal, right? To tell us that you can't mess with your sleep. You need to get sleep when you're supposed to, but you also need to get a good amount of sleep. The amount that you need, right? Number seven, too little sleep actually um, promotes weight gain. The less a person sleeps, the more likely they will, they'll eat, right? I know when when I'm tired and I've been awake because of some, some gathering or some meeting or some work, even though I know I should sleep, but I don't have the time or it's not nighttime right now, I end up wanting to eat something to give me that energy that I have that pain for that pain to go away that is caused by sleeplessness. And when I eat something, I feel better because I feel like that has taken care of that problem, but it's only a temporary thing. And it actually doesn't help me because now I'm adding an extra meal to my three days um, or two days, two meals a day already. And that's, that's, totally not okay. Sleeping sleeping less than six hours per night can increase the risk of diabetes and obesity. So how does this really happen? Your body needs good sleep to regulate the hormones that affect hunger. The two hormones, leptin and ghrelin, regulate, regulate satiety and hunger when we do not get enough sleep. These hormones are not regulated. So we feel more hungry and less satisfied when we eat. So why not 
just ditch the snack during the day, right? Forget about reaching for the snack before or after your lunch and instead lie down and take a nap or put your head down on the table and take a nap so you could add on another half hour or an hour to your sleep. And last one, um, sleep can have a positive impact on your overall growth, especially for children. They actually need more sleep than we do. You know, I remember when my baby, my children, my infant was really little. And I remember them sleeping for 22 hours or 20 hours a day, all day long. And when people would come to to um, to visit, they would want to see the baby. And I would say, no, they're asleep. And I would just... And, you know, they would see the baby, but she or he would be asleep. And because of that, the infant that you birth, who is only about um, six to 10 pounds, ends up gaining weight and improving and growing so fast in the first few months that I've never seen that kind of growth in anyone at any stage. And so you can see that what, what kind of a positive impact sleep can have on an infant's body just by observing an infant in the first few months. When we sleep, human growth hormones and androgens are released, which help our bodies to grow and repair damaged cells to build muscle and to burn fat. There is not one major organ in the body or process inside of our brains that is not enhanced by sleep or impaired when we do not get enough sleep. So you might wonder, how much sleep do we need? Sleep, the amount of sleep that we need as individuals depends on our age and how much energy we expend our brain actually takes a quarter of our energy throughout the day to just give you an idea of how much certain organs expend. Infants need about 16 hours a day. When they're first born, of course, they need about 20 to 22 hours. Children or adolescents and youth need about 10 or 9 hours a day of sleep. And adults need about seven to eight hours of sleep. So a good rule of thumb is to get one hour of rest or sleep for two hours that you are awake. So this is a one to two ratio of sleep to being awake. If you want to, if you wake up at 6am and you go to bed at 10pm, your day is 16 hours long. You divide it by two and you get eight hours. So your body needs eight hours of sleep. Many people think that when they jump into bed and they lie down there for like six hours, they think that they're getting six hours of sleep. They actually aren't getting at six hours of sleep. They're getting five hours of sleep. Because you need time to your body to relax for you to actually go into deep sleep. And then depending on what time you get up and get out of bed. 
So a good rule of thumb is to set out as adults at least eight to nine hours of time in your bed. That way you will make sure that you will get about seven to eight hours of sleep, the sleep that you need. Sleeping or taking a nap and allowing your brain or mind to rest is so essential that even our blessed Prophet Muhammad would take a midday nap every single day. He used to call this beautiful sunnah qailula. We are rewarded by adding this power nap in our daily routine, which is mashallah, which is amazing. Our scholars our HIVS teachers, they teach our HIVS students, the students that memorize the Quran, the entire Quran, to repeat their lessons over and over and then take a nap or sleep on it. And this helps them to um, hold on to that, to that information, to the memory in their, in their mind, in their brain, right? To hold on to it and re, um, retake it the next morning retrieve it the next morning. I know because my children have tried this exercise of studying the verses of the Quran and then taking a nap or sleeping. And it really does work. They actually follow it um, to a T if they really want to get a lesson um, perfectly um, memorized in their mind. I remember when I was in school and when I was in college and high school that I would study all day long and then I would go to sleep and give my brain a rest because I was so exhausted. And then when I woke up, I would review the material right before the exam. And whenever I did this exercise, I had did exceptionally well on the exams. Many people who want to solve certain puzzles or problems or um, be able to win a, a chess match or something, right? Because that takes a lot of brain power. We're more able to discover shortcuts and ways to beat the system after they took a nap. So understanding that we need an extra hour of or two of night's sleep is only half of the solution, right? It's not really the solution. It's important that we know this is what we need, but realistically, we actually live in a world where we might not be able to take on that extra hour or two, right? Our schedules are so busy and demanding we we have so many different responsibilities work and school and um you know taking care of our children and our family and going grocery shopping i mean there's and cooking and cleaning and everything so we might not be able to actually add on that extra hour because of our busy schedule then why not implement the much needed Qailula nap during the day that the Prophet ﷺ has taught us, right? 
why not follow the example of our the most blessed the most balanced human being which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent for us to learn from him and to look up to him we can always spend 20 to 30 minutes after maybe lunchtime or maybe during our lunchtime after the her prayer maybe after usr prayer and give our mind and body a rest This is the much-needed power nap that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa advised even his companions to follow even during the most difficult of times, during a battle. Yeah, they were actually, um, the Sahaba used to actually, even if they didn't close their eyes, they wanted to get the reward of qailula, of midday nap. And so they would lean on their um, sword and just relax for a little bit. And they would get the reward. And I don't know how long that would be. Maybe a few minutes, maybe five, maybe 20. Who knows? But they would, it would help them. And, and knowing that they got the reward, they would feel, you know, that would perk them up and make them um, more motivated. And maybe it, it, when they, if they did really relax and sleep or relaxed for a while um, and let their body just calm down, it most likely helped them immensely. I know when I close my eyes and, and I'm able to do this uh, power nap during the day, I feel like I've slept for two hours, even though I've put my head down for 20 minutes. And that is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Any sunnah that we implement, that we follow from the Prophet ﷺ, comes with so much reward, but immense blessings that we don't realize until we take it out of our daily life. So why not implement a new sunnah this blessed month and keep it for about a month or 40 days and make it a habit? So I hope that this, um, these points have helped you realize how important sleep is on the body, the brain, the mental state, the memory, and all the health that comes with it, right? It's a way to prevent future health problems easily without really changing um, or, or taking in too much. Right? It's, it's something that we could easily implement if we really believe in it, if we really um, make time for it. Sleeping can be, doesn't have to be um, a luxury, right? It is a necessity that we want to implement in our daily life so we can maintain a healthier body. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, help all of us have a restful sleep so that we can give back to our body what it really is asking from us, right? Because our bodies are an amana, so we need to take care of it. And this is one step and one beautiful way of doing it. Have a blessed Ramadan. Thank you for joining me, 
Maliha Mahmoud on Muslim Health Talk. Please do check us out. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and our website, muslimhealthtalk.com. Assalamu alaikum 